Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Can we stand to our feet one more time and just celebrate what God did this week at VBS? Put your hands together. Come on, make some noise for Jesus. Praise the Lord. Wow. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And can we let every volunteer, every kids pastor, leader, our VBS dream team, come on, let them know you love and appreciate them this morning. My goodness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, wow, wow. So good. So good. I got to leaking. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Amen. Whew. Man, I tell you, I, I was, eyes were leaking during that thing and nose running, watching that. Yeah, yes, allergies messing up. Yeah, man, wow, what a beautiful thing. Aren't you thankful for what God's going to do in that next generation if the Lord tarries? Amen. Yeah, Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Well, I'm so glad you're here. I just want to welcome you one more time and say thank you for being here uh, today at Faith Renewed. I'm so excited about what God is doing and what he's going to do today and what he's going to begin this morning in this new series we're launching together called Jehovah. And uh, if you're new here, I just want to take a moment, pause, and say I'm so, so, again, so glad that you came today. If you're watching online for the first time, so thankful that you're here. Would you do this, though? Would you put your hands again let your, our first-time guests know you love them? Amen. Yeah. Again, just make yourself at home. We'd love to connect with you. Stop by us areas, call connections, and just get to know you better and uh, give a gift to you and tell you how excited again we are that you're here. Uh, but I want to do this this morning. We're going to jump into God's Word together. So if you brought your Bible, and if you are new here, we are a Bible church. We believe it's true. And so if you have yours, we're going to start almost in the beginning, but second book is the book of Exodus chapter 3. Amen. Exodus chapter 3. Anybody love the Bible? Amen. Yeah, Exodus chapter 3. I hope my nose will start running after crying during that thing, man. Oh, man. Wow. If you have the Version Bible app, you're welcome to use that as well. We have a lot of event taking place right now that you can watch and, uh, and, and follow along with. And um, again, uh, it has the points, passages, and all those great things. Save them. They do disappear. They don't just stay up forever. So save those. Share those with others. And um, Again, I just again, I, I believe God's going to just do something huge in your life in this series. I'm excited about it. Amen. If you're watching online, please do this also as people turn there. Uh, just don't forget to comment. Let us know that you're out there this morning where you're worshiping from. But Exodus chapter three, uh, I'm going to read. Uh, we we have the the luxury today of having the Bible to be able to to listen to conversations that happen in the scriptures, and uh, with God and with man. And so how many knows he still speaks to man? Amen? That means he speaks to you. You can hear his voice. Um, I, I don't know if you realize that. Some people think that's just for someone else. That's a pastor to hear from God, then come tell me what he says. We're past that. Amen? Way past that. God is speaking to you, and he's talking to you. And so we want to hear him. But we, have, we do have this beautiful luxury of being able to step inside a conversation that was happening, and it's in the backside of a desert, and, and Moses is there encountering the Lord, and it's, uh, 
Again, very cool story. Um, and so we're going to jump in at verse 10 in this conversation that's happening. And it says in verse 10, it says, Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? So he said, I will certainly be with you. So, come on, say he's with me. He's with me. We, I, won't, I won't get that today. He's with me. And this shall be a sign to you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. Then Moses said to God, indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and, and say to them, <laughs> The, the God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they say to me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? Verse 14, and God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, thus shall uh, say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Moreover, God said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. This is God speaking. This is my name forever. And this is my memorial to all generations. This is not just a history book today. It's not a history story. This is present tense. This is right now what God wants to be and do in your life. Amen. Can we talk to Jehovah this morning? Father, we love you. God, we're so thankful for you. We're so honored, so blessed, so humble to be in your presence today, God. And we again thank you for what you're doing in this church, for what you're doing in our kids, and what you're doing in this generation today, Lord. And what you're going to do this morning. I give you praise for it. I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, would you say it? Amen, amen, amen. Jumping in a new series today. It's called Jehovah. And uh, I tell you, again, pumped about it. We hung out in a series called When You Pray for about six months. And uh, again, man, we'll be here in the morning still praying if you don't have plans or, you know, if you can make it, 6 a.m., starting off the week with prayer. And that picks back up tomorrow. But we're going to be, again, launching a new series this morning. And um, I'm just going to take a little time. I know we kind of had a lot happening and not going to take take you too long. I know, uh, as, as, as Pastor Brent was saying, some of you have red eyes still and, and you know, kind of like it's been a long week. I hope you got recovered a little bit yesterday. Uh, but uh, I, I just, again, want to talk about this series. We, we, we kind of, like I guess, lay some foundation today. And so... That's what we're going to do. We're going to lay some foundation today. And so this is one of those, if you see someone like who wasn't here this week or you recognize they're not here, message them, text them, call them, tell them, say, you really need this message today because this is going to lay the foundation for what we're going to kind of see God do and build on during this series. And I've titled it today, There's Something About That Name. Now, some of y'all may be a little bit, you know, up in there, a little bit may kind of like may have sparked something in you and may kind of reminded you of a song that used to be uh, 
Uh, I, I love it. It's a great song, man. Back in the early 90s, um, Bill and Gloria Gaither, the psalmists of, of, of that generation, man, I mean, brought down so many songs. They, they wrote a song entitled that, that very name. Uh, there's something about that name. Just a couple of words to it. Uh, kings and kingdoms will all pass away, but there's something about that name. Amen. Now, that name they're speaking of in that song is the name Jesus, and that's the one that we proclaim here every time we gather. We, we call on that name. We declare the name Jesus, sing about that name, and it's a beautiful name. Amen. Amen. Because Jesus is the one, if you don't know, Jesus is the one who steps out of heaven, comes to earth, actually gets on a cross, dies in your place, dies for your sins, gives his life for us. Amen. How cool is that? Gives his life for us, then turns around, defeats the grave, is victorious over death, on the third day rises from the grave. Amen. He ascends to heaven. He's going to come again. Give God praise for the gospel right now. Amen. Amen. I love the gospel, man. I love and I love Jesus. And so, I, again, I love that song even. That was the year I got married in 1992. And so, uh, beautiful song. Again, to, just again, something about that name. But I think sometimes we can sing songs, kind of, kind of sing through them, kind of like go through the motions, ready, set, move. Kind of go through it a little bit and not even realize how powerful the words are that we're singing. Man, our words are powerful. What we say and, and what we sing and declare is, is powerful. That happens on the positive side and the negative side. I'm telling you, so it works both ways. When, you know, and this is not like, uh, you know, kind of some type of legalistic, kind of judgmental thing against anybody. I, I've experienced in my life when, when I've listened to things, when I got into some jamming and something that maybe didn't have the right message to it. Again, nothing wrong with the music and nothing wrong with the... But, but if it does not have the right words, if it has negative things with it, that affects you. Amen. But there also, I want us to see the positive side of this, that when we're declaring something about like that name Jesus, that releases something in our life. When we start singing things like Jehovah, and again, man, the praise team, worship team brought it on that song. What a beautiful, beautiful version. Thank you guys for learning that. Again, thank you so much. But I think sometimes what we do is this. We can sing it and not even realize the words that we're singing, and how powerful those words are. Well, this is my prayer, that by the time this series is over, because we're going to be singing that song more than once in this series, that when you sing that song, it releases some revelation into your life. That when you start de declaring the name Jehovah, when you start speaking and saying that name, you understand it in a whole new light, and you realize the power that is in the name that you're singing about and the one that you're singing to. So, again, that's my heart. Now, I want to do it this way this morning. I mean, I know it's been a long week for many. So this is, this is your, your thank you from your pastor. We have one point today. Yeah, come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Like, thank you. Thank you, Pastor. You do love us. Amen. Amen. I'm not going to put too much on you this morning. I, I was like, but, but there really is. That's all he gave me, and uh, I guess it's good timing. But uh, that's all he gave me this week was just one thing that I really want us to kind of like lay foundation around this morning. And this is, I'm telling you, we have to get this. Uh, th if we have to get this in this series, and we got to get it day one. 
Number one, one point, what we need to hit today is this, is that we need him more than anything. I just, I want to I say that again. We need him more than we need anything else in our life. Encourage your neighbor with that. Tell him to say, man, you need him more than you need anything else. <clears throat> you do, amen. You need him more than anything else in your life. And I, I, this is what happens. We go after other things, and it's just him that we need. And when we get him, we get everything else that we need. But it all begins and starts with him. And again, this is huge because, and this is my prayer again, that when we say the name Jesus, when we say the name God, Jehovah, that that takes on new meaning for you. It shapes something in your mind, again, when you hear these words because, again, how you see God shapes every area of your life. I mean, A.W. Tozer said this. He said, what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. Ooh, that's huge. What we think about God when we, when we think about him, and I love it. I heard a story. A, a teacher had had her kids in her classroom, and she said, this is, this is the assignment today. I want you to draw something that means something to you. Like, this is a personal lesson today. I want you to take the, the crayons, take the pictures, and I want you to draw this picture that means something to you. Man, the kids excited. They began to get out the colors, began to draw, began to, 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 I mean, all the great pictures were beginning to unfold. There were people sitting there on couches, little kids playing video games, the pictures of that. There were pictures of kids riding by, pictures doing all these things. And the teacher begins to walk around the room as she looks at one of the young men who was sitting there drawing a picture. And she kind of tilted her head a little bit and she said, what are, what are you drawing? He said, I'm drawing God. And she said, that's impossible. Like, no way. It's impossible. Nobody knows what God looks like. And he looked at her and he said, they will when I get done. <laughs> amen. Come on, amen. I like this. And again, they, they'll, they'll know about it. So that's my heart this morning. And I want you to do something. I want you, if you would, to just take them up. Just, would you close your eyes and... I want you just to bow your head, and I really do this this morning. I hope that in this series, we get a, a more clear picture of God and who He is. And, and I just wanted to say the name to you right now. And, and when I say that name, this is going to be something we do early on. And I, I hope and we do this at the end. It's a little bit different for you, and then it's a little bit stronger. It's a little bit more clear picture of who He really is. But as your heads are bowed and eyes are closed, as I say the name God to you, what comes to mind? What begins to just kind of like, kind of materialize in your mind's eye? And what do you begin to see? And, and, and this is the reality uh, for some of you right now as, as you're kind of like hearing that name and as you're kind of like being challenged to think about who he is. For some of you, man, unfortunately, there becomes a picture in your mind of some cruel judge. You know, maybe that was something that was just taught to you. Maybe that was something that was shed uh, kind of early in your life to you. For some of you, maybe it's 
kind of have this Santa Claus God, you don't know, who just kind of like, yeah, when you need something, he's got to come down in, in the chimney of life and deliver that to you and, and just give you what you need when you want it. And then we get upset if he doesn't answer our list. I don't know, maybe that's the picture of God. Maybe for some of you right now, you see him and you hear this word often in church. You hear him as a father. And for you, maybe because of the relationship you have with an earthly one. Doesn't really give, give a clear picture of how good of a father he truly is and how much he loves you. So I just want you to think about it this morning. As you kind of just get that in your heart, I, I, this is my prayer is that when this is all said and done, you close your eyes and you think about Jehovah. You think about God. You think about, man, he's my peace. When I close my eyes, I see him as my deliverer. I see him as my shield. I, I see him as my healer. I see him as my salvation. And most of all, I want you to see that he's actually there. Amen. That he's with us today. And so I ask my heart and my prayer this morning. And you can open your eyes. And, and as again, we look at this and I, I really feel like a way that we can get a more clear picture of who God is is by looking at his names. Amen? And so I, I want us to kind of jump in this morning, and for just a couple of moments when we see this, and when we see this name, I really want us to look at it. And again, we go to Scripture right here. Bible's really big here. And we, we want to go to that and see what he says about himself. And that's one of the greatest ways that you can learn about him. Again, the best way, again, to, is to learn about him is to experience. And I hope none of you fell asleep, some of you VBS workers, like when I had your eyes closed. If you, if you look around like somebody's still out, you know, maybe, again, you, they need your encouragement right now. But, uh, but when, you, when you think about him, I, I believe studying the names, learning about those names is going to help us get a more clear picture. It's going to describe him. Now, this is what's true. I cannot accurately describe him. Uh, I can't. I can't accurately describe it for how powerful and how majestic and how incredible he truly is. But I, I, I believe this. I believe as we get into studying these things and begin to look at and get into an explanation and get into a description of what he says about himself, I believe it can do this for us. I believe it can, it can build our faith to a place to where we experience him. And the greatest way to experience the name, uh, to understand the name of God is to experience him for yourself. Amen? And so so that's the way we're going to do this. So we want to jump in and see it that light. Now, this is what happens. In Exodus chapter 3, Moses encounters God. Now, he encounters him on the backside of the desert. He has this, this encounter with God. It's through a burning bush that does not get consumed, does not burn up. Uh, we were burning some stuff yesterday, man, at, at, at the house. Big, massive pile. Been doing, trying to get some work, things done, doing a lot of stuff, working hard. And, man, it was amazing. We would set that stuff on there, burn it up, and it would be consumed. It would turn into smoke and ashes and go away. This bush was hanging in there, man. It wasn't going anywhere. It's almost like it was a picture to show us and remind us God's not going anywhere. Amen. He, he is, again, is a, is a God who is not going to leave us. So this is what happens. God wants to send Moses on a mission. And he's still doing that today. He's wanting to send you on a mission. He's wanting to send each of us. We're on mission this week, and it doesn't end because VBS ended. Amen. We still have a call and a mission upon this house. And so he wants to call every one of us to do this. And Moses says this when he encounters him. Who do I say sent me? And God answers it like this. God answers it and says, you tell them I am 
who I am. Now, that's a trip because, man, you're like, what kind of name is that? And it's how God identifies himself. And as he does this, this is what I want us to see. He is revealing in his divine name his nature. He's, to, he's revealing to us characters and attributes about himself. And so again, and he wants to do this. He wants to let him know, I want you to go forth in that name. You don't step up in, against the, the, the enemy and say, I'm coming to you in my name. David called that real early in life. He didn't go against the giant and say, man, I come at you in the name of David. And you won't defeat your giant either in that way, but you come at him in the name of the Lord. You come at your giant in the name of the Lord, and you'll watch giants fall in your life. You'll see heads come off the enemy. You'll see victory be released in your life, and God elevate you to positions you never thought you would be when you come against the enemy in the name of the Lord. Amen. And so he's calling this name, and so he says this. God does this. I love it. I want us to look at his name now he does it this way he says I am who I am now, this is a trip because this name and when when you see this this is Hebrew this is this is meaning like not just I am but it means like to be like this is like heavy because he's showing and saying in this moment like wait a minute you've got to realize that I am the one true God. So he was telling Moses that you let them know that I am the one true God. We learned last week through the missionaries that again from Taiwan that in that country there are many gods that they worship. There's many gods in America that people worship. But there's only one true God. Amen. There's only one true living God. And so he's saying this to them. He's saying, I am that God. Pastor Bill was talking about Jehovah and, and, and Yahweh. He's saying that in that moment, it is me. I am the one. And so God says these things about himself. And this phrase that they're speaking, it was so sacred to the Jews when they hear this. You got to understand, I don't think we again see the power of what's behind this. They would declare this and they would begin to say those names and they would look at the name of God. And it was amazing because they wouldn't even pronounce it. They didn't even think they could. In many cases, study back, and again, time allows to go into all this, but even still today, when they write God, many of them leave the O out and just put G and D with a slash in between because of how powerful that name is. And this is what's beautiful. God's given us that name to use. Now, again, it comes into, if you, if you break this down, look at this, when he's saying this, when they start hearing the name and we sing about it, we, we, we look at the name Yahweh, and it, it gets translated into for us in the best way in the English to, to kind of translate it is to the word Jehovah. And this is for us an understanding that this is so powerful because this is what it means. It means God is giving himself to us. Like he is giving himself to us. Now, I want you to be able to identify this. You'll see it this way throughout Scripture. A lot of the translations that when you read your Bible, when you see the capital L-O-R-D in Scripture, most of the time that's referring to and saying Jehovah. So I want you to even just get that as a foundation today. Start seeing in that light. But he's doing this. He's revealing his nature and character because he said, I am who I am. Because he wasn't just going to be deliverer to the children of Israel. 
We're going to hear that being one of his names. But he was also, I am bread that comes down from heaven. Amen. I am water from a rock. Amen. I'm going to lead you and guide you through a fire and through a pillar of cloud. I'm going to be that to you. I am who I am. I'm everything that you need. He's saying it's all wrapped up and encompassed in him. Man, that is such good news. Now, this is a trip because, I, again, we don't understand the power of this. Now, I, I went, I can tell y'all, I went five years in high school to English class. I went five years, I had a bonus class during the summer one time, man. They loved me so much, they were like, bro, they said, would you mind coming to a summer class that we, we put on every year during the summer for just special folks? And uh, it was my 11th grade year, I had... Um, Fallen in love with a young lady um, named Angel, and uh, I had uh, uh, begun to really just kind of like put all my efforts towards study and and those things towards her, and uh, and so I uh, didn't spend a lot of time in English class. So I was blessed enough to be able to go five years in English class. <laughs> and this is something that you learn during English class. Now, some of you teachers can appreciate my skills that I'm about to share with you guys. Am is a linking verb. Tell your neighbor, say, bro, summer really paid off. Amen. <laughs> really paid off. It is a linking verb. So like for yourself, like I am a husband. I am father. I hope some of you, I'm, I'm a friend. I am a pastor. I'm, I, I hope, again, we, we kind of use it to link things. But it's different when we see this and when we read those words in the Hebrew. This is, when we see this, and again, foundational, have to get it, is that when we see this, he's not saying, I am something else. He's saying, I am. I will be, I, and I am right now. And I love the tenses as you study this out. It's present, past, future. It's all of those. He's in that moment, which means this. I am is with you right now. Amen. And he's with us today. Now, it would be like super weird if like we introduced ourselves in that way. Imagine for just a moment, like you, 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 you've been inviting a friend to church. You're like, man, I've been inviting my friend, been inviting my family to church. They finally come to church. You know, man, I want you to meet my pastor. And so, like, hanging out, we're in the connections area. And afterwards, man, they come up and they meet, and they're like, hey, my name is John. And I go, I am <laughs> who I am. Well, what, I mean, for a moment, just it would be like. You're in a cult, bro. Uh, you, you've, y'all've got a this whole kind of cult thing happening at Faith Renewed Church. No, 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 no. Because again, it's not our name. It's not about us. And, and again, this is how he comes. He's wanting them to know, and he's letting them know, like I am. So Moses was like, man, I can't do this. No, you can't. Not without me. And this is what I want us to see, like, man, apart from him. Oh, it's not working out that good. We need him more than anything. But when we have him, we have all that we need. And man, God uses this guy 
to change an entire generation, to, to call his people out of bondage. And I just got to thinking, man, like, man, there's so many people who are called in this house to pull people out of bondage, to walk in the victory the same way that Moses walked in it, to walk up and face kings of, 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 of false idols, to, to come up again in the face of the enemy and say, man, I'm here to set people free. And, man, I'm here to deliver people. I'm here to do this today, but not in my name. It is in the name Jehovah. It's in I am who I am. Now, again, this is so powerful. I want to read this, and, and Tony Evans said it this way. I, I love Tony Evans' commentary. If you're looking for a good one, it's one of my favorites. I go to it a lot. Tony Evans' commentary says this, and this is how he describes it like this. He says, many people claim to believe in a generic God. Like for some, uh, get it, that may be when you closed your eyes a few moments ago, it was a, some generic God. Hey, somehow, there's something out there. It wasn't personal. It wasn't real to you. So a, lot, a lot of people believe. Some don't believe. I, I believe everybody does to some degree. They just refuse to admit that. Um, but, again, another story. But uh, in a generic God. But Moses was to tell the Israelites that he had been sent by the one true God, the Lord, the God of their fathers. He alone is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And he is the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And this is beautiful. He is the personal, all-powerful God who is responsible for all that exists. And he is sovereignly directing all things to accomplish his kingdom and purposes. Though the world is ever-changing, he is. If Moses needed assurance about following and obeying the one who was sending him, he got exactly what he needed. And so today I want this to be an assurance to you, like, can I do what God's calling me to do? Yes, you can. How, oh, man, you can do what he's calling you to do. Again, when you get this revelation to see him, again, we need him. Isaiah chapter 45, verses 5 and 6 say this. It says, I am the Lord. He says, there is no other. Amen. There is no God beside me. I will gird you though you have not known me, and they may know from the rising of the sun to its setting that there is none besides me. And say this with me. I am the Lord. There is no other. Come on, say I am the Lord. There is no other. Man, I want us to get personal today because as we lay this foundation, as we see the power in this, I want this for you today. I don't want this to be like, man, this is the start of some series we're going to do for a little while. I want it to be him revealing himself to you. I, I, I even I, I, so real that like, man, you see him step up into your situation. You, he steps right in the middle of your desert. It says to you, I am who I am. I'm who you need. And we're going to be zeroing in each week on some of these beautiful, powerful names of God. Jehovah, and again, the things that he says about himself. This is what he says. And I want us to see it for now because, again, in verse 15 again, for our main text, then he says, this is my name forever. Again, the New Testament, Jesus coming didn't change in this. The, no, no situation that you've been through, again, changes who he is. And he says this, this is my name forever. And this is my memorial to all generations. This is what this means this morning for us. We can trust him. He's what we need. I'm going to ask you if you will just to stand with me please and 
again, oh man, I just really pumped. I, again, make sure you invite others to, to be here during this series as we explore and dive into. And the picture in your mind's eye just becomes more clear of who God is and how entity becomes more real to you through this process. That's what I'm believing for. It's what I'm praying for. And I don't know if you noticed this, and, and this is the question. So often we ask the wrong questions. Hey, man, we just do. So many times we answer, ask the wrong questions. A lot of times the church is answering the wrong questions. A lot of times people have. And I don't know if you caught it, but at the beginning of the story, Moses is encountering God, and he looks at him and he says, who am I? Who am I to do this? And I love this, that that God didn't start telling Moses, well, you're this or you're that. But he started telling him who he was. And I think a lot of times we're on a a journey of self-discovery. And if we just again begin to discover him more, he'll use you to go into the enemy's camp. He'll, he'll, he'll work in and through your life. Yes, I don't want you to just kind of like, man, who am I? And don't look at this God, this God right now and the things that he's calling you into and say like, who am I? I can't do this. I can't teach kids. I can't love on you. I can't do this. Stuff. I can't preach. I can't smile. I can't witness. Well, just heard an incredible testimony this morning of one of our members of the church who prayed for someone this week who had two weeks to live who had cancer in their body, tumors that were there, prayed with them. Now every tumor is gone, according to the doctor's report. Bro, you didn't go up in the name of you. You went up in the name of Jehovah Rapha, the name of Jesus, the healer who delivers and sets people free. That's who we're going to be learning about. That's who we're going to be talking about. And he said this, I am. And this is what I love about series, being able to dig into these things. Because as I look around, so many people are in so many different places in life and need so many different things right now. Or some as healer, some as peace, deliver, whatever it may be. Jehovah is your answer. He is the one. And so as the worship team closes us out this morning on this song, how about day one? Let's just do this this morning, just saying, man, I, I want him. I want to know him more. I want that picture to become so clear in my eyes, in my heart, in my mind, that I see you for who you really are. And this is what you'll see experience. You'll, 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 this will happen. Now I'm just saying, like looking at you, Moses like, what can I do? But what can he do through you? We saw some things happen this week through you. And it was incredible. Generations, I truly believe generations got changed. And lives got eternally impacted this week. How'd that happen? You, man. God used you. But it's him who does that work through us. And I'm going to ask you if you would, just as we start a series this morning, as we, we get ready to close this thing out on day one, just to bow your heads and just close your eyes for a moment. And I want to ask you this morning, who do you need him to be? Who do you need him to be? What Jehovah do you need to be? Him, him to you this morning. This is his answer to you. I am. I am. I'm there. I'm with you. It means that he is right now. It means that he is here today. 
No, and the first thing that you, we have to get right, man, this is where it always starts. We're going to celebrate next week those who, who have come to Christ and put their faith in Jesus. And I believe this this morning. Listen, if, if you're not here, I mean, if you're here and you don't know God, you don't know Jesus, you haven't given your life over to him, please understand there is nothing more important than giving your life to Jesus. There's not one thing that not go out and work harder, not go out and try to do something, try to live better, try to get free on your own. You cannot do any of those things apart from him. And there is nothing this morning, if you're watching this morning, there's nothing more important than you meeting Jehovah, you encountering God today for yourself. And so just as heads are bowed, eyes are closed, if you don't know God, if you, you don't know Jesus, you haven't surrendered your life fully to the Lord before we take one step in this series any deeper, right now, would you do this? If you don't know God fully, if you don't know Jesus, you haven't surrendered your life fully and totally to Him, but you say, I want to know Jehovah. I want to give my life to Jesus this morning. Just lift up your hand. I mean, as high to heaven as you can get it, so I'll know that you're here and you're saying, I mean, I want to know, I want to give everything to Him. If that's you, raise it up. God bless you. Who else? Raise it up. Raise it up super high. Yeah, God bless you, bro. Yeah, Holy Spirit, man, it's just been drawing you all morning. I felt that. Who else? Just raise it up high. Yeah, God bless you. Praise God. Just say, I want to I know Jesus. I want to know Him. I want to surrender my life fully to you, Jesus. Yeah, come on. Who else? Yeah, I want to surrender my life fully to Jesus. If you've lifted up your hand, I just want you to begin to just step out right now. Begin to come. And as you come, we're going to have leaders and prayer members and teams. Listen, just begin to come. And just step off to the side over here. Just step off on either side. And as they begin to come, right now, put your hands together for those who have lifted up their hand right now. Just come. Come. Just come on down. You're not going to be alone. You're not going to be by yourself. I want to get this settled today. Come on. There's nothing to be ashamed of. We're going to go public with baptism next week of people who are making this decision. I want you to say, yeah, I need Jehovah. I need Jesus. I need him above anything else. If that's you to say, I need him above anything else. I want to surrender my life fully. Whoever else come, just begin to make your way down. Now I want you to do this. For some of you, you need the healer. For some of you, you need the deliverer. For some of you, you need the peace. You need the comfort. You need that in your life. He is. It's Him. It's all wrapped up in Him. So again, if people are still coming, if you need prayer today, if you want Jehovah to come in and just do something in your life, you need that this morning. Let's get it day one and just grow every day each week, man. Pastor Bill, can you help us on this left side? Yeah. Who else? Just come. If you need prayer, you want to experience healing, victory, whatever it is, come. Just right now as a worship team ministers, you guys just flow and close us out on this song. And man, let's just go after God for a few moments. If you need the healers today, if you need the victory today, you need the peace today, you need Jehovah. Come on, let's just celebrate Him today. Yeah, let's just celebrate Him today. Scott, will you help us over here, man? Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, who else? Just say, yeah, just, I need Him. I need Him. If you need Jehovah, He is, and He's here today. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.